today on the Inside Scoop, Miami making noise with a pool party down in Coral Gables. Hopefully the neighbors didn't call the cops. Florida State does something so rare we're not even sure it's happened before. But first, we're talking UGA recruiting. Let's bring on Dogs HQ publisher Rusty Mansell. The biggest domino just dropped. Five-star Dylan Rayola has officially committed to the Dogs. Rusty, the news just broke moments ago. How big of a get is this for Georgia? Obviously, it's huge. When you get that centerpiece, when you get that player that every prospect in the country is watching on where he's going to make his decision, now those kids know if I'm going to play with Dylan Riola, I want to be a Georgia Bulldog. Massive, massive get leading into this big weekend, the scavenger hunt weekend in Athens. Whew. Dog fans, do me a favor. Like this video and subscribe to the On3 YouTube page. We have all the latest recruiting developments and a ton of Georgia football news. All right, Rusty, why do you think the timing of this happened today? You know, it almost went down, Josh, a couple of weeks ago, but I think I think the scope of this weekend is going to start this big weekend for Georgia. It's a big week coming up. I think Dylan uh, is at the end of it. I think he's tired of probably taking phone calls. And listen, he, you know, Nebraska, obviously the ties there. USC has been on the phone with him. Uh, it's been an ongoing process, and kudos to him. He decommitted Ohio State, and he took his time. Uh, this thing, like I said, it almost happened a couple of weeks ago, but he comes out today, and this gives Georgia a ton of momentum heading into this weekend because Georgia can call all these prospects and say, you know what, we got him. And I'm going to ask you about the other targets that Rayola impacts, but first I got to ask you about quarterback Ryan Puglisi, the four-star QB out of Connecticut, committed to UGA in October. Now, he stated that he's ready for the competition, but Rusty, now that Rayola is a reality and he's on board the Georgia commit list, how do you think this will impact Ryan Puglisi? I guarantee you his phone's going to light up tonight. And, and Ohio State's one of those schools that we were also told they're trying, and they're trying to talk to him, some other schools. Everybody's going to reach out tonight and, and gauge that on him. Is he really 100% in on Georgia? But I'll tell you this, uh, he has said the right things. He knew Georgia's been recruiting uh, Dylan Rayola. He knew Georgia was recruiting Dylan Rayola last year when he committed. So uh, he had to know at some point there was a good chance this was going to come. Right now, it looks like you know he's still going to be a Georgia Bulldog, uh, but I guarantee there'll be a lot of schools calling him. So we'll see how it goes over the next couple of weeks to months. Yeah, it's definitely something worth keeping an eye on. Next weekend is Georgia's big scavenger hunt event. If you're a Georgia fan, I don't need to explain to you what this is. If you know, you know. Do we expect Rayola on campus this coming weekend as a newly committed Georgia Bulldog? If I had to bet money, I would say, yes, he'll be there. Um, I don't know 100% as of today, but I'm leaning that way uh, that he'll be here with his family, especially now that he is publicly committed. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is like Georgia's biggest weekend. That's not, you know, a, a big official vi a visit weekend of with JJ Smith, Jeremiah Smith on campus. I, if I'm Dylan Rayola, I'm coming, I'm coming across country and I'm going to spend some time in Athens this weekend. Yeah. Five-star wide receiver Cam Coleman was on campus last weekend. Jeremiah Smith on campus next weekend. Ryan Wingo also interested. How does this Rayola commitment affect some of these wide receiver targets George is on? Well, obviously, it gets their attention. You know what I mean? Like, like it's time to put up or shut up. You've been saying, y'all get that guy that I may come there. Well, guess what? We've got that guy, and we got another guy. So we got two quarterbacks. If you want to come here and uh, be that guy. So Georgia's in on some big-time targets. Brian McClendon has been on Jeremiah Smith for a while. 
Uh, and the first battle is to get him on campus. And he's going to get him on campus this weekend with his family for an official visit. Ooh. All right. Well, you know, recruiting never stops. And Georgia fans, now that they got rail on board, Rusty, they need you to tell them who is Georgia's biggest priority now in the 2024 class that's uncommitted. For me, his position of need is so big, and it's that five-tech defensive end. I love Edric Houston out of Buford High School. This is a young man. Trey Scott was at his game on Friday night, his spring game against Norcross in Georgia. No secret now. They lost some battles last year. Kelby, uh, Kelby Collins, uh, Vic Burley, some of those guys, those six-foot-five, 275-pound defensive end guys, almost Trayvon Walker-type players. They desperately need some of those bodies. Uh, but for me, it would start with Edric Houston. Another young man I saw uh, last week, Justin Green out of Mountain mm -hmm. View, a four-star defensive end. So Georgia needs some defensive end. needs some guys that can play this position, that can play with their hand in the dirt or stand up. So Edric Houston, man, is a big-time target. There you have it. Told you, recruiting never stops. There's more targets on the board. Guess what Never also never stops? The Dogs HQ message board. I'm sure it's going crazy. Rusty, go tend to that board. See you later. Get back, man. Thanks, Josh. More than a dozen of Miami's priority recruiting targets gathered at Hurricanes head coach Mario Cristobal's house for a pool party yesterday. No word on if there was any noise violations, but let's bring on Steven Wagner of Canesport to talk about Miami's massive recruiting weekend. There are some elite prospects on campus. Look at this five-star edge Dylan Stewart, five-star defensive lineman David Stone, and a couple committed elsewhere. Mylon Graham, Ohio State wide receiver commit. Georgia cornerback commit Ellis Robinson and four-star Georgia safety commitment Jalen Hayward. So let's start at the top of this list, Stephen. Now that he's been to campus, should Miami be mentioned among the favorites for number one overall player, Edge Dylan Stewart? You know, it's kind of hard to leave Miami out of that group of top schools for a guy like Dylan, who's now made two visits to Miami this spring. Uh, we know that Jason Taylor has played a really big role in kind of generating that momentum uh, mm -hmm. to get Stewart to campus. Uh, like we said, he's now been to campus twice. Um, I think Miami is making a real impression here, and I think it's going to be hard for Miami to be left out of that group of top schools. It would not surprise me uh, if he ends up making another return visit to campus. Um, he wasn't available to talk to us uh, after his visit, but I can tell you that there is some real momentum here with the number one overall prospect in the class. Um, I would definitely expect him to be back at some point. Uh, I can't tell you when exactly, uh, but it would not shock me at all if we see Dylan uh, back on campus at some point this summer. Yeah, I think that's the next step for Miami is getting him back on campus, whether that be for an official or unofficial. But looking at Dylan Stewart's recruitment, I don't think we're going to get a decision for him for some time now, at least December, maybe even into the late signing period. But we'll see on the number one overall player in America. All right. Now, David Stone was back last week. I was asking Sam Spiegelman, what's going on with Miami and David Stone? You know, there was those back to back visits in late March, early April. And then things kind of went quiet while David Stone was taking visits elsewhere. So does Miami have a real chance to pull him out of the Midwest now that he made a third visit to Miami this offseason? You know, it really felt like this visit more than anything was a visit to kind of reshift momentum 
uh, back to Miami to try to steal back a little bit of that momentum that I think they kind of lost during the month of April whenever we saw things kind of pick up, kind of pick back up with Oklahoma and Michigan State for David Stone. It was really important for Miami to be able to get him back to campus this past weekend to try to recapture some of that momentum that I think they lost because there was a time, I think, where it really felt like Miami was very, very firmly in the picture. He was speaking glowingly about Miami after his uh, after his second weekend visit back in March whenever he came down with his family. His whole family loved it. His little brother loved it. He kept on throwing up the U. Uh, <laughs> Mom and dad were really ecstatic about the way that things went. They loved the interactions that they had uh, with Miami's full coaching staff, uh, with Jason Taylor, with Joe Salveo, with Mario Cristobal, with all of those guys. So I think Miami was able to regenerate a little bit of momentum here. Uh, but of course, Oklahoma and Michigan State, you know, they've been at the top of that list for so long um, that Miami's going to have some pretty stiff competition. And obviously, David being from Oklahoma, uh, the Sooners have had a lot of staying power. Uh, but would not surprise me at all if we find Miami very firmly in that mix uh, down the home stretch because I do think that they're still in the mix right now. Yeah, it was crucial that they get him back. You could kind of, like you said, feel that momentum starting to wane, but getting him on campus, Miami definitely back in the mix for David Stone moving forward into the most important months, the summer recruiting months. All right, the next three guys on the list, though, Mylon Graham committed to Ohio State, Ellis Robinson to Georgia, and Jalen Hayward to Georgia. Who do you think after this weekend, all three of these guys were on campus, who do you think Miami has the best shot to flip? Man, it's got to be Jalen Hayward. It really has to be Jalen Hayward. Miami was a school that maybe wasn't at the top, top of his list back whenever he committed to Georgia in January, mm -hmm. but they have been extremely consistent just throughout his entire recruiting process. They're maintaining that daily contact. You know, Lance Guidry, uh, Jamil Day, even Alex Mirabal went up to Rockledge. You know, th this effort is resonating with Jalen. He does like the effort that Miami is making for him. Now, of course, uh, Georgia, they've been the team to beat all throughout his recruitment. Mm. Um, and there's, he's, he's been pretty clear about, you know, why he's committed to Georgia, you know, back-to-back -back national championships, the amount of guys that they're putting in the NFL. I mean, that resume is pretty hard to beat. But Miami is telling Jalen, hey, all that stuff that you can do at Georgia, you can do it here in Coral Gables too and just stay home, you know. Be part of that class that really helps rebuild the U and restore it to its former glory. He's now visited Miami twice this spring. He will have visited Miami three times in this calendar year whenever he gets to Coral Gables for his official visit in late June. Um, and right now, Miami's one of two programs that has no, that's going to get an OB from him along with Georgia. Uh, so Miami's very well in that mix for him along with Florida. And then UCF, kind of a team that's you know kind of trying to get back into the picture. But Jalen Hayward, I think there really is going to be a chance that Miami could flip him, although obviously committed to Georgia. Um, you know, Georgia's not losing a ton of flips. Uh, so Miami's got their work cut out for him. Yeah. Number three ranked safety in America. He keeps taking these visits to Coral Gables. We'll see what happens. I don't think, I think this is probably the long game that Miami has to play for Jalen Hayward. I don't expect a flip anytime soon, but 
Miami is in good position, like you said. Speaking of being in good position for a safety, how about four-star Zaquan Patterson out of Miami Gardens? He's trending heavily in Miami's direction. Do you think he could be the Canes' next big commitment? I think that Miami is in really good shape with Zaquan Patterson. You know, over at Canesport, we put in an RPM for him to land at Miami back in March. I still mm-hmm. think that that's probably pretty accurate. Um, you know, effort really is going to be the name of the game, I think, for Zaquan. And Miami is maintaining that really good, consistent level of communication. They are showing him how bad they want him in Coral Gables. He's now taken a couple of visits uh, down to Miami, and he's still planning on taking that official visit to Miami this summer, although he does not have any official dates currently locked in. He did say that he's still planning on going ahead and taking that official visit. Had been saying for quite some time uh, that he was thinking about committing, you know, maybe sometime in December, maybe even at the state championship game. If he were to commit, I think that his recruitment would probably remain open. I think it's kind of tough for me to see him, you know, really hardcore committing to a school and just completely shutting things down. You know, Michigan's a program that's up there, uh, same for Florida State, same for Auburn. And I believe Ohio State was also in his top five. Uh, So, you know, he's obviously an extremely sought after prospect. Um, but Miami is really showing how badly they want him to stay home in Coral Gables, and he's willing to give them uh, that consideration, certainly. Miami's spring recruiting has gotten off to a bit of a slow start. Respectfully, Miami fans. I'm I'm being respectful when I say that. This weekend, though, with all those five stars showing up on campus, you know, I was following along on Kane Sport, and you guys knew it was going to be a recruiting weekend. I won't even say a big recruiting weekend, but then, you know, five-star after five-star keeps showing up and it just got me thinking, is something big brewing under the radar at Miami right now? You know, it might be time for Mario Cristobal to put on those loafers. You know, you know, that that's, that's kind of been the signature uh, for whenever Mario Cristobal is really up to something is whenever he busts out those loafers, I think it might be, (laughs) I think, I think we might be nearing time. For him to bust out those loafers. I mean, we knew it was going to be uh, we knew it was going to be a recruiting weekend. We knew they were going to have some prospects on campus. We knew Dylan Stewart was going to be visiting. We knew Caleb Odom, the number three ranked tight end in the class. We knew he was going to be visiting too. Some of these guys, you know, Mylon Graham, whenever he showed up, the five-star receiver committed to Ohio State, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, I, I was not expecting him at all. Uh, then, you know, we see David Stone and Ellis Robinson posting all this stuff on their social medias uh, about being in the Miami area. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, all of a sudden, you know, you really start realizing how big of a recruiting weekend this was. I even talked to one recruit there uh, who said, yeah, they kind of pitched this to us as like an elite junior day. And that's certainly what it was whenever you see the absolute boatload of talent uh, that Miami was getting on campus. And I think really more than anything, because you're not going to flip a guy like Mylon Graham from Ohio State after just one unofficial visit to Coral Gables, no matter you know how awesome or great or fantastic it is, that's not going to happen after just one visit. But I think what this weekend was, was Miami trying to get their foot in the door with a lot of these really top tier recruits, um, you know, the, getting their foot in the doors with the Mylon Grams of the, of the world. Um, it would not surprise me if we start seeing some commitments roll in probably in June, you know, around the time of official visit season. I would expect June to be a really big month 
for the Hurricanes. I think mm. that, that Mario Cristobal is really going to capitalize on all of these official visits that they're going to be having uh, throughout that month, especially you know, whenever you see the kind of talent that's going to be having these official visits. Uh, you know, Caleb Odom is a guy who really comes to mind that Miami's made uh, some real progress with, it feels like, over the last couple of months. Uh, you know, I think he's visited campus a few times now. And, uh, you know, it feels like Miami's certainly in a good position with him. And they're going to have a lot of other, uh, you know, really elite talent on campus during that month as well. Yeah. And I think if Miami does crank this thing up and make another run at a top five class like last year, we're going to look back at this weekend is kind of the turning point on where things started trending in the right direction with not just good prospects, but the elite of the elite. So Thanks, Stephen, for dropping by the inside scoop. Go, guys, if you want more information on Miami's big weekend, go to Kane Sport. Stephen and the boys got you covered. Thanks. Talk to you soon. Just when you think you've seen it all in recruiting, Florida State goes out and does something so rare that it has all the experts stunned. But first, we have news on two four-star prospects trending towards Florida State. The Seminoles are putting together a strong recruiting class this cycle with 11 commitments in 2024 as FSU sits at number seven in the on three industry team rankings. We have some recruiting prediction machine news. FSU has jumped in the lead on the RPM for a key player on both offense and defense. We've talked. Let's start on the offensive side of the ball. We've talked a lot about four star Kylan Fox tight end out of Grayson High School. Chad Simmons put in a pick for him to FSU on Friday. It's six, four and a half, 217 pounds. Fox is a playmaker in the passing game, and it would be a big pickup for FSU, who already has one five-star tight end on board in Landon Thomas. Fox has a commitment date set for July 4th and a new official visit schedule. Here it is. He'll be seeing UCF on June 2nd. He'll now visit Miami on June 9th. He'll go out to Boulder, Colorado and visit with Coach Prime on June 16th. And then he'll be at Florida State June 23 through 25. And look at that date because I think it's significant. The Knowles get the final visit of his official visit tour in June right before his July 4th commitment. Now, could the Seminoles be close to adding its first four-star on the defensive side of the ball? The commitment timeline is expected to be over the summer, but I like where Florida State sits for edge Dylan Stevenson. Based on intel, Chad Simmons put in a prediction for the four-star to head to FSU, but it won't be easy. Dylan Stevenson attends Columbus High School. That's Mario Cristobal's high school alma mater. You know the Canes are going to be heavily involved in this one, and he's, but he's been to FSU four times this offseason, and I expect another visit coming up this summer. It's something to keep an eye on as FSU looks to build that defensive class next. Okay, on to the big news of the weekend. Let's bring on national recruiting analyst Sam Spiegelman. More than two years after he signed with Florida State football team, four-star wide receiver Destin Hill is officially a seminal. The Knoll's highest ranked commitment from the 21 class is now on campus. Here's what Mike Norvell had to say. Destin was one of the best receivers in the country at Edna Carr High School while earning high honors academically. He is a dynamic playmaker with game-changing speed, which will give him the opportunity to have an impact at receiver and also in the return game. Sam, you were so far ahead of this story. I think it was hard for a lot of FSU fans to even 
get excited about it, to even wrap their heads up around the fact that Destin Hill could finally make it to campus. But you mentioned it back on a December show and were emphatic about it back in early March. So are you now surprised or is this just a full circle moment for you now that Destin Hill is on campus? It was just a part of the process. Um, like we said, everything was was heading in that direction in December when I reported it. Um, he has been around Edna Carr ever since, working out with the football team, getting ready for this moment, um, kept everything in line to enroll earlier uh, last week. He's, he's now on campus. He is now with the football program. Two years ago, Josh, uh, coaches at FSU thought he was going to be an impact true freshman for Mike Norvell and what they were building over there in Tallahassee. He has elite speed and game, game-breaking ability in multiple facets, but now he's finally there. The team is way better off than they were two years ago, and now they're able to plug him in. I still think he's going to have an instant impact at FSU. Yeah, what are your sources, the same ones that were right all along about Hill's enrollment to Florida State, what are they saying about what sort of shape he's in? Yeah, well, like I said, he's been working out with the football team, with coaches he's very familiar with for the past almost six months. He showed up to Tallahassee at six foot, 200 pounds. That's, you know, 10 to 12 pounds heavier than when he graduated yeah. at the car a couple of years ago. Um the biggest thing I got was the speed is still there. I know that he's still been around the Edna Carr track program. That's one of the foundational parts of their football program and why they have so many Division I players come out of that program every single year. Uh, Destin being the fastest to ever come through the program, that speed, I'm told, is still there. But probably the biggest takeaway, he's about 200 pounds. He's heavier. He's more muscular. He's been able to stay in shape despite not playing football at FSU. I think it's all signs are pointing in the positive direction for Destin. He stayed together physically, maybe even in better shape than he was graduating high school. Mm. Do you think he'll be a star at Florida State, even though his enrollment was delayed? Absolutely. Two years is not that big of a deal. You know, you talk about players now transferring after a year or two of not playing, but, you know, he still continued to work out, and I'm sure he has some work to do to play catch up with the other receivers there. But if the speed is still there, he's still a six foot two, six foot, two hundred pound receiver. You know, I've compared parts of his game to Jamar Chase in the past, but he's so dynamic after the catch. He is so strong. He is so tough, making combat catches in the middle of the field. Then we talk about the game breaking speed. He can be used in a multitude of ways, whether that's stretching the field vertically, making gadget plays on on sweeps and and end arounds. There's a lot of ways for him him to impact the game. And I still think when he gets to FSU, the ceiling will be even higher once he gets acclimated and, and used to the college development that goes on behind the scenes. Yeah, and he's there for summer workouts. He's on campus right now doing strength and conditioning with the program. So we'll see what Destin Hill looks like coming into fall camp. But Sam, you did a great job covering this story from top to bottom for us. Thanks for dropping by the inside scoop now that Destin Hill is officially on campus. Thank you for watching. Make sure you smash that subscribe button for me and remember to check out all the videos on the On3 YouTube page.